0: This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. It's with Kevin De Bruyne who sets up a shot and scores! And now it's with Harry Kane, and it's another chance to make it three, and he doesn't miss this time! That's Coutinho for Salah! Oh, that's brilliant! Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's excellent cross! And here's your host, James. Rose. This is the 10th episode of our second season. Hope your week is going well. Sadly, Boyce could not join us today, but returning retorni- returning to us this week is... I'm going to say that again. Hang on. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... This is all staying in. Sadly, Boyce could not join us today, but returning to us this week is the chairman of the Casey Spurs. The man who is ready to offer Juan Feuth a knighthood, and who's ready to frequently see those perfect blue eyes of Paul... Gazzanaga. Prayers for Larice. It's Jared Cimente. How are you, bud?
1: I am well. I am happy. I am probably still somehow going to lose to Boyce, so here we go.
0: <laughs> He's going to suddenly appear at the end and take all the points. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, now, since Jared is our solo player today, he'll be aiming for a certain score. So if he can reach 26 or more points during the quiz, he'll successfully notch up another season's tally score, shortening his margin against Boyce, which is currently 5-2. to two. If not, it'll sadly be as you were. Uh, so let's kick off then with our top three segment, where Jared is going to try and figure out which stories and games were the most discussed. Three points as usual for guessing number one, two for number two, and so on. Uh, so, Jared, let's do it. What do you think uh, made that top spot? All right. Well,
1: let's go ahead and get this out of the way and talk about the uh, Manchester Derby.
0: Yes, that is absolutely correct, sir. Nice work on that. Let's get you the first three points in those twenty-six needed. Manchester City win out the classic derby tie against rivals United. Final score was three to one. Uh, was this a expected result? I
1: any result where. Manchester City comes away with points. I think at this point it has to be a, quote, expected result. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but uh, you're really looking for silver linings for uh, United here. Uh, they were never expected to win this. And I I think this is one where even Jose Mourinho probably doesn't even get as harsh of criticism because it's City. Uh, and again, we're tired of saying this, but my goodness, they are just dangerous and United looked on the back foot uh, from from the start. I mean, City might have scored inside at 10. Was it 12? Um, I, th- just,
0: th- I thought it was six, but yeah, maybe it could be right. <laughs> uh,
1: just, I mean, on the front foot the entire way. Uh, and a classically bunkered uh, Mourinho uh, defense was no match for just this sheer speed and creativity of this squad. Mm. I mean, it is just that, that first goal, First of all, it felt like it was coming the entire time, Uh, but that first goal just coupled some sloppy defending, but again, just so fast, changes of pace, switching the field, and uh, you never really felt like United was in it.
0: Mm -hmm. There was uh, reports that came out, actually I say reports, but uh, Mourinho did come out after the game and said that, well, City had the advantage because it was like they had two friendly matches beforehand. Do you think he's fair to say that? What do you think?
1: i i don't know i mean again what isn't a friendly match for city nowadays i mean right. it uh yeah. it really doesn't matter now does it but uh you're still you're still playing in the premiership i mean i've looked at it and i think you could argue that uh, it's really chelsea that has the most friendly run of matches if i recall so the only point for that is to say well you could always point to somebody else's schedule and mm-hmm. say that there was that, that there was some friendly schedule coming in but uh Still, uh, Kyle Walker with his weird holy socks and uh, Sergio Aguero's new weird ash hair uh, just one today.
0: <laughs> that's the, That's the truth. And we might even talk about hair later on. There's a clue there. Um, oh. Ooh, look out. All right. Uh, let's move on then. Second and third spot, still to guess, shot number two of three for you, Jared. So what do you think it was?
1: Let's see. Um,
0: let's this is see, where it sho- gets interesting.
1: Surely we can't talk about Burnley. Been burned <laughs> before. Pun intended, by the way, for you. Been burned, yeah. Uh, let's see. You know what? Uh, another picture that was kind of a little near and dear to my heart. Newcastle finally winning uh, in beating a six-pot Bournemouth.
0: Oh, man. That was not on the You're list. Kidding, I know. I, I not burned that time, though, but Newcastle. Um, no, so that's shot, <laughs> that's shot two out the way. So you just have one more shot. See if you can get it, and then I'll reveal the ones that uh, haven't yet to be uncovered.
1: Oh, uh, God. A lot of draws. Some drama. you going to throw me a bone? Are we going to talk about <laughs> Spurs Palace? Spurs <sighs> Palace.
0: Uh, you know, I'm going to give you one more shot. That wasn't it, but I'm feeling nice because, you know, Spurs buddies <laughs> for life. Um, <laughs> it's not on the list. But I will give you one more shot. See what you think. It's it's actually kind of surprising. You, you kind of think this, there's one in particular. You think, oh, this is weird. Why did this make the list? But it's there. One more uh,
1: shot. One more shot. One. Okay. I'm going to talk this out because I'm going to see, I'm, I'm gonna see if, you, if I can get you. talk it out. I'm going to see if I can get you to tip your hand. Okay. So you had Chelsea draw Everton and you had a, I don't think it was a controversial red card in Cardiff and Brighton. I don't know if we're going to talk about that. If it's Liverpool just winning again, I'd be really mad at you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's not Leicester Burnley. It is... Okay, you said surprising. Cardiff over Brighton. and the red card.
0: Oh, that's not it. No. Here, <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. I'll t- I'll Tell go. me
1: how uninteresting <laughs> I am, James. Let's
0: go. Uh, number two was Arsenal against Wolves. Tied oh, one. who cares? <laughs> Dude, honestly. Boyce would be like, excuse make, me? Uh, you
1: made me say dude. No, let's talk about <laughs> how a fifth and seventh spot teams drew.
0: Yeah. It's and deep.
1: it wouldn't matter if Arsenal had won. They still would be behind Spurs. <laughs> if that's what you want to talk about, that make me happy. But oh, I don't think man. it's seismic.
0: Well, that is uh, well, that was, believe it or not, second Vito. spot. Veto. Vito, next. Overruled. Uh, Arsenal have now tied their last three Premier League games in a row, despite still being unbeaten in 16. Uh, They're lacking those wins. And so let's talk about those rivals here for a little bit. How would you sum up their success or their progress so far? I mean, they've, you know, post-Wenger era now with Unai Emery. Seem to be on a bit of a roll, but now they've kind of hit a bit of a, a bit of a stall. Give us your breakdown on them. What do you think uh, moving forward things are looking like for the Gunners?
1: You know, even as a rival fan, I mean, you have to be optimistic here. Uh, one of the big things that actually I wish Spurs were doing a little more, uh, even though the uh, Gunners only have one fewer loss, is taking those points from positions where you're not going to drop all three points. Um, and that's what uh, you look at the top three teams who haven't lost yet. You know, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as just the style of play, how this Arsenal squad is different. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at some real total team football that, um, you know, really is reflective of the potential of this, of this club. There's never been a question of talent. With Arsenal, it's always been just fun watching them kind of squander it and do nothing. And it's been great <laughs> being able to talk like this without boys coming back. Now, I know some <laughs> listeners will come back and you know, we'll, we'll point to a trophy case and we'll point to past seasons, and that point is well taken. But uh, as far as Arsenal standards, the past four to five years uh, have not been up to snuff. And mm-hmm. some Arsenal fans would say since uh, you know winning a major trophy, it hasn't been up to snuff. And those are the standards that this uh that this club and some of their delusional fans really hold themselves to. But uh the important thing is is that, you know, there is plenty of talent. There's certain plenty of financial backing on this squad. And uh it really feels like Una Emery is really putting something together. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, you know, we're getting I think three bites of a North London Derby. Yes. So far. Yeah. So far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh with a potential Europa League matchup when Spurs crash out of the Champions League. Uh, but that uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, not that the Northland Derby will ever not be exciting, but we're always separated by three points at the table. Um Spurs, you know, being just and specifically Mauricio Pochettino really needing to bring home some kind of hardware here mm-hmm. uh, uh, a few seasons under his belt, uh, uh, you know, it's exciting and uh, will just mean all the more when Spurs finish above them
0: this year. <laughs> Confidence, I love it. Uh, now, we have talked about Wolves in the past uh, a couple of times. Um, we didn't, obviously, last week, uh, the top three segment didn't have Spurs v. Wolves, where Wolves almost snatched a point uh, from that game. But obviously, I mean, this Wolves team is, is nothing to be kind of sniffed at. I mean, they've, they've come along now, they're kind of cementing themselves in the Premier League. Where do we see them not maybe not just for this season, but maybe in the next two or three years in terms of their club development, their growth as a squad um, what do we think?
1: Uh, I think there are some bright things here to come. I mean, you have well effectively i mean they are sitting on points they are not not far from you know proper safety uh,
0: right
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you already sixteen points, you know you're here twelve matches in they're looking at possibly being safe by Christmas. Um, and then you can really, you know, start opening it up, so to speak, but they brought in some great transfers. You have a, uh, an ownership that's obviously willing to spend the money. Um, and it, they're kind of you know, the anti-Bournemouth where you have board kind of coming in, kind of pecking, making some signings here and all that. And I remember when they signed Jordan Ive and, and, and Nathan Ake and then coming up. Uh, but uh, you know, they landed those big transfers prior to them coming up in the Premier league. And, uh, it has really paid off I mm-hmm. mean and it's unfortunate that they ran I mean they scored early um, and you know this match was just indicative of what Arsenal is doing well which is taking points from losing positions right. um, they were able to do that with uh, Mikatarian who I actually but for the strippy wears uh, I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> um, and I, I don't think he actually got kind of a fair run. Boyce and I have talked about that under Arsene Wenger. It's unfortunate for Wolves that uh, Arsene were able to nick it, but I think the future is bright uh, for Wolverhampton. Uh,
0: the last one you unfortunately didn't get in the uh, in the list was Chelsea against Everton, which ended as a ball draw. Who'd have thought a top three game <sighs> would make uh, the list, but it did because Ch- Chelsea... Chelsea? Man, I'm, I'm failing today. Chelsea <laughs> failed to score... Against the resolute Everton side, the score obviously was 0-0. Now, despite remaining unbeaten still this season, uh, the Blues arguably see this as two points dropped in their chance to keep pace with City. Um, Are we surprised still by Chelsea's progress? I think a lot of people were kind of writing them off at the start, and they're they're keeping consistent.
1: I feel like we have this conversation every week, so I can't wait to guess Chelsea next week and have it be Burnley. (laughs) Um, But... uh, you know, it all comes back down. So, can Eden Hazard continue to do it himself? Can uh, no is the answer. Uh, is Alvaro Morada uh, just a massive disappointment uh, at Stanford Bridge? The answer is yes. Uh, you know, I alluded to this before. You know, they had a decent little run of matches and now um, they come out of the inter- international break uh, playing Spurs away, kind of at Wembley because our stadium. Apparently has lights that are really cool to sync into music, but can't play on it uh, <laughs> with our new stadium. So, you know, they've actually got uh, a, with another derby with Fulham right after that uh, in through with the Europa League. I think we're really going to see as we run out the season here, um, especially with that uh, Chelsea Man City fixture on December the eighth. I uh, I think uh, we'll really start seeing some separation there, and whether or not Sari's kind of magic. Uh, uh, can really can really continue. But, uh, you know, they, they still haven't dropped points, Uh haven't lost. But I, I agree with you that they'll view this uh, against an Everton side that's maybe overperforming. I don't know. You Drew Everton, nil-nil at home. And uh, there were a lot of blue supporters that I guarantee you were uh, befuddled by, by that uh, result, uh, including myself, who saw it so boring and not necessary to mention that I didn't think it was a plan, James. <laughs>
0: All right, let's move on Uh, to section two, which, of course, is Rumour Mill. So, uh, Jared is going to get a statement that is from a newspaper or an online resource, and all he has to do is tell me if it's true or false. So, two points for a correct guess. Are you ready with number one, sir? I am. All right, here it is. Manchester United and Chile forward Alexis Sanchez wants to leave Old Trafford less than a year after joining from Arsenal. True or false? Uh.
1: Yes, he's kind of just a whiner,
0: sure. It is true. Yes, according to the Times, they wrote an article on the 10th of November that said he is uh, a little bit unhappy right now um, at Manchester United. <laughs>
1: what a baby what, what yeah. a baby
0: god and he gets like the one of the highest salaries at that club now and now Pogba is wanting more money and that that place is falling apart
1: I will uh, say this you know uh, to reference voice I guarantee you he and I would agree on this that this is just absolutely absurd and uh, you know United would be better off just letting him go uh,
0: Yeah, <laughs> but where next that's the big question who knows anyway uh, number two despite scoring Spurs' only goal against Palace over the weekend young Argentine. Defender Juan Foyth admits he struggles with anxiety during his time on the field. True or false? Uh. I don't know. He's false. It is false. Yes. Not so bad. That is two points rewarded. I made that up just because I still don't like him. Um, you know, I always
1: seem to be too, uh, too frankly, uh, whiny about not getting his playing time. Yeah, <laughs> But well, and... he certainly plays like he's anxious. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, we
0: referenced that Wolves game where he gave up those two penalties and uh, made it a real close call for Spurs. And the hilarity when he did actually score in the bar, we are all trying to figure out who it was, and when it showed him... <laughs> <laughs> Just shock more than anything else. Um, anyway, he's uh, he's young, right? He's young. He's got time. He'll grow. He'll learn. What a baby. Uh, and, anyway.
1: and please, everyone else heal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. No uh, one. Yeah. Uh, number three, referee Martin Atkinson could face charges from the FA having failed to award Sol Bamba with a yellow card after the player removed his shirt for a goal celebration.
1: False, um, f- false, charge? No,
0: like no, false, false. It is false. Jared, you're in okay. a role. Nice work. Yes, uh, I made it up. I thought I might trick you. Um, yeah. Although uh, was, it was close. It was. <laughs> yeah, he did not award an uh, a yellow card. And big talking point because I think it was the week before when Leicester played their game after the um, the tragedy. And mm-hmm. the guy removed his shirt and got a yellow card. And so there's a little bit of inconsistency starting to creep in here. Whether or it not... wasn't
1: Atkinson during the Leicester match, was it?
0: No, it was a... Well, I, no, I don't think it was. No, I think it was a different referee. But, you know, you know the whole argument about them being inconsistent across the board or following...
1: Sure. And I'm pretty sure that's even just codified in the laws that you remove your shirt on the pitch, you know. Yeah. Then it, it's, a, it's an automatic card. So I agree with you with consistency there. Although... Uh, I think that falls more on the referee and the Leicester match. I mean, my my goodness.
0: Be a human. Be a a human is right. Uh, Last one of this segment. Liverpool have dismissed reports that owner John W. Henry is open to selling the club for over $2 billion. True or false? I,
1: I thought I saw something that they are looking to shop. So... You say Liverpool is dismissing? Mm hmm. Liverpool those have
0: dismissed reports that owner John Henry is open to selling the club. So they're dismissing those.
1: I think that is false. I think they are selling the club, trying Ooh. to sell the club, and they are not dismissing it.
0: Unfortunately, it is true. According to the. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're dismissing those reports. According to the Daily Mail that uh, published an article on November the 9th. They are trying to say no. They're trying to tell people it's not happening. It's not gonna not gonna go through. Um, this is news to me actually. I didn't think uh, there was kind of any suggestion of selling the club. If anything, from uh, John Henry seems kind of happy with them, and obviously owns the I believe the Red Sox too. Um, that is correct. So where this idea came from initially, I'm not sure. But
1: uh, see, I thought I saw something on that. But you know who's saying to make a lot of money there is uh, I. I, I'm i going to fudge the percent let's say 2% uh, over LeBron James mm. big Liverpool fan
0: there you go he could buy it after all <laughs> we'll see <laughs> Let's swiftly move on to our last segment of the game. Uh, We're going to play our classic closer, which is Player Profile. Uh, So I'm going to provide five different clues to a Premier League player, each clue easier than the last. Now, since Jared is our only guest this week, he'll score five points for guessing it from the first clue, four points from the second, and so on and so forth. You get the idea. Um, This week, Jared, your clue to these players is Hair Transformations. Hair Transformations. So basically that means players who have Previously changed their hair radically just to look, let's say, different, to be nice, right? Different. <laughs> you know, we're, we're a friendly podcast here. Uh, to stand out. Stand, stand out. out. That's, that's another way of putting it. Yeah, I like that. All right. Plan number one is a midfielder. A Frenchman. Wears red as his home kit. Cost his club $90 million. Okay. Yeah, All right. what is Paul it? Pogba. Paul Pogba. Yes, that is absolutely correct. I'll just get you two points because you got it on the second last clue, but still pretty solid. Um, the last clue on that one was his first name is Paul. And do you remember what hair transformation he did? It happens weekly. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the one I'm thinking of is uh, <laughs> when he decided to dye his hair city blue. Um, And I feel like, timing-wise, it was right before a Manchester derby. Um, (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. But anyway, he did do that. And then I think maybe three weeks later, he dyed it blonde. So anyway, um, pick a colour, man. Come on. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Player number two is an Argentine. A striker. All right. You got it? It would be Sergio Aguero. Yes, it is. Nice. Got it on the second clue, which gives you one, two, three, four points. Nice work, bud. Um, right. The other clues has been with this club since 2011. Once famously scored a title-winning goal against QPR and currently plays for Manchester City. Yes, Sergio Aguero, who, as you pointed out, decided to dye his hair silver. Is it silver? Is it What is it? What color is that? I think mean, I called it ash. That's what Ash, I, I like it. Like, let's, let's stick with that. Yeah, it's a sensible name for his uh, for his head. All right, player number three uh, is an Englishman. Used to play for Spurs. Also used to play for Newcastle. Jared, yes, go for it. Oh crap!
1: No, oh. you said he was an Englishman, right?
0: I did. I did. Oh crap! <laughs> Uh, now you can, I will say this. You can say, keep going, and I'll give you the other clues, but obviously with less points potentially rewarded. uh, Who I'm
1: thinking of is actually an American. I think all of our listeners will know who we're talking about, and he does have funky weird hair. Uh so Englishman play for Newcastle. Uh
0: keep going. All right. Plays as a winger. First name is Andros. Oh, how that's right it doesn't count he's not cutting his hair <laughs> well again i it's use a the word yeah hair but... transformations he's just choosing not to cut it he's just letting it I grow out i did notice that against <laughs> Palace. i was like what that... oh that's andros that's uh, right look at that the collective shout in the bar when he showed up on screen is like oh okay good for him he's got a <laughs> he's got a new look he's sporting it he's confident he's not scoring. i love it yeah <laughs> he what a guy What a pal. Uh, Player number four is a striker. Used to play for Man United. Currently plays for West Ham. Uh, Ooh, Jared. Yes. It's my boy, Chicharito. Yes, it is. Javier Hernandez, that is correct. And I'll get you three extra points. One, two, three. Nice work on that. Uh, The other clues were a Mexican international First name is Javier, and do you recall his hair transformation? Was uh, it
1: also an ashen hairstyle? It uh, was.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, I, I can't remember. He made a pact with his fellow teammates that said something about if they scored a goal. I can't remember what it was, but uh, him and a few... looking
1: ridiculous on international television.
0: <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, Um, yeah. so anyway, they all did it, and it was great, and now the moment's passed, but uh, I don't know what color his hair is now. I haven't actually seen him in a while. Uh, Is it still Ash?
1: I'm actually curious as to when's the last time he made a a first-team appearance for West Ham. Mm -hmm. Uh, Might have been recently. I don't know. Fair
0: Um, point. Yeah. um... I'm
1: Mexican myself. I should actually know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No worries. All right, last player of the game. uh, Plays for Manchester United. Used to play for Everton. He is a Belgian international. Cheers. Yes.
1: Lukaku? Did he change his hair?
0: It is not Lukaku, unfortunately. No. Uh, I'll throw in the other clues. He is six foot three inches tall and is it, typically recognized. Did Bellini play it, for Everton? He did. Would, did you, would you believe it? He did. Yeah. A while ago. Um, Am I
1: supposed to know that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess so.
0: Yeah, pre-Manchester United. He was an Everton guy, yeah. Um, he was under David Moyes at Everton, and then I believe he circled back. Uh, maybe maybe it was too soon, actually. I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like he was managed by David Moyes twice, the poor guy. Um, <laughs>
1: he was the chosen one, James. Come it, on.
0: Clearly, the chosen one. Um, but yes, not only does he have a wicked afro, but I do believe he did dye his hair, and it ended up going orange. Um <laughs> by mistake he did it for a charity and it was supposed to be like super cool blonde whatever but it maybe they didn't put enough hair dye in and it just ended up orange um and so yeah that's that's a a fun retelling but uh anyway that is the game and let's tally the score jared unfortunately you did fall short of those points you only managed to rack up 19 out of the 26 needed Ah, boy, he might be chuckling, but
1: at least I didn't lose it on a marijuana Fellini joke. It (laughs) wouldn't have mattered.
0: On that last-ditch effort, but uh, yeah, so unlucky on that. The score will remain five-two and two if we're including a guest tally there, because our guest Kevin did win last week. Um, so that's exciting. good.
1: Good. <laughs> Boyce lost. That's right. I got to give myself some solace here.
0: Now, Boyce did say he was pleased by the fact that it wasn't against you. So I don't know what your response would that be, but um, I'm guessing uh, Boyce being pleased
1: losing. That's all you need to know, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Love it's an it. Arsenal fan, if I ever heard one.
0: Oh there, yeah. man, love it, love it. Um, <laughs> how are we feeling for Spurs' uh, upcoming fixture against Chelsea? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, what are we thinking uh, the score is going to be on that one?
1: Uh, well, uh, it depends on whether or not that pitch has healed from the uh, <laughs> from the <laughs> American football matches. True, true. My God, it was an embarrassment watching that. You know, um, I uh, I think it'll be. It's going to be 3 2 one way or the other. Obviously, I want mm. our Lily Whites to come through, but um, I think we're going to see some goals. Spurs coming into form. I think Harry Kane's going to, uh, he's broken out of the funk. I think we're going to get some, but I okay. uh, tell you what, uh, I think we're going to be expected to give up some. Uh, mm. This Our defense is simply not what it used to be uh, in years past. And uh, it's uh, uh, it's going to be a tall ask mm. to uh, keep Hazard and company at bay. So I'm optimistically 3-2 Spurs.
0: Mm. Okay, I'll take that. I think, yeah, with the defense, we're still missing for and we're still relying on uh, Mr. Foyth um, to take care of business. And, uh, and his
1: anxiety, of course.
0: And and his clear anxiety, Bambi-like, <laughs> that it is. Um <laughs> we'll see Uh, my prediction would probably be a a draw I think maybe a 2-2 would be uh, maybe fitting like Spurs would have the lead and then lose it right at the death because that just feels (laughs) typical I don't know um, they just, your optimism
1: that I enjoy so much
0: James. I have it every week every week at the bar <laughs> you, you guys know it too much um, but anyway I guess we'll see um, time will tell uh, but that's all we have time for folks uh, thanks so to Jared Bustamante for jumping on tonight um, we are now on an international break sad times I know it's dark times as well uh, but we will be back two weeks roughly from now uh, to break down those Premier League fixtures and see if Jared can get a comfortable win over Boyce hopefully so uh jared any final words yep if you're
1: here in the Kansas city area and you come out to uh uh, come out to our spurs matches at uh, uh, strange days brewing we are partnering with literacy kc a great organization that provides uh literacy services and uh, education to uh, adults uh, who are literate so a dollar of every beer you drink during spurs matches to that organization. Come on down, uh, enjoy the match, and uh, support a great cause.
0: Very cool. And I feel like uh, maybe some Arsenal fans might benefit from that too. Who knows? All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much, Stories Jared. Really appreciate you coming on. And thanks so much, listeners. We will be back in two weeks. Until then. Bye bye.